Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The pure numbers from last night at the Australian Open in 2 hours and 56 minutes. Novak Djokovic dispatched Stefano Tsitsipas 6-3, 7-6. Seven six boy was this guy on a mission over the last two weeks for a whole stack of reasons. So it's his twenty second major title. We know that now. Equal with Rafa, he's never lost a final at Melbourne Park. In fact, never lost a semi final. So once he gets to the semi stage, there he just keeps on going. And get this: five out of his ten titles have been won in straight sets in the final. So half of those titles on the biggest stage at the start of the year, he's disposed his opposite in straight sets. And let's not forget who his opposite has been over the course of those 10 trips to the final. The very, very best over the last decade or so in the game of tennis. So he's now got 10 Australians. He's got two French Opens. He's got seven Wimbledons and three US Opens. And it puts him back at world number one. They're the cold, hard facts. Where does this end? That's the numbers game that we're going to play. But before that, how did it all play out for Novak? He was a little bit rattled last night. In the semi, off the back of all the drama with his dad, he looked tired to me, and he looked as though the stress was starting to catch up. But last night, he got himself a bit rattled. He picked a fight with Goran Ivanisevic, which was Leighton Hewitt's specialty. Leighton used to pick a fight with anyone so he could get angry and get on top of everyone. And last night, Novak turned around and went straight at Ivanisevic, who's his coach, or one of his coaches, and off he went. But always in the back of his mind and our minds was this injury, and he alluded to that post-match last night. It's a long journey. I know this is also a long talk from my side, but bear with me, guys. Um, I just have to say this because... Only the team and the family knows uh, what we've been through in the last four or five weeks. And uh, this probably is the, I would say, biggest victory in my life, considering the circumstances. So you don't say that kind of stuff if you you don't mean it. You saw the emotion. If you haven't uh, gone deep last night, well, thankfully, we didn't have to go too deep, but... If you haven't caught up with the emotion, just jump on social media and you'll find it. I mean, he crawls up into his player's box and he collapses in there. He took his time. He had the jacket on with number 22 on it. So this is statement kind of stuff. This is Novak really saying to the world, this is who I am. I'm the world's best player. I've been the best here for over a decade. And this is where I'm at in the game. And if you're going to come and get me, this is the kind of level that you're going to have to be at. Extraordinary stuff. Stefano Tsitsipas, well, I think Australia loves him. Obviously, a huge Greek following as well. He's 24 years of age, so he's got a long way to go. And I'll break down some ages in just a second. He's got a long way to go in his career. But now that's two out of two major final losses, and both of them to Novak Djokovic. It's all in the numbers. Congratulations. Uh, not, not only to yourself, but to having like such a supportive family, uh, 
Um, you know, I think it's, it's very similar the, the way we grew up around tennis. I'm, I admire what you have done for our sport. I've had the privilege to play a lot of difficult, uh, high-intensity matches, uh, but I'd like to say one more time, uh, Novak brings the best out of me, and these are the matches, you know, I've been working my entire life uh, for. Uh, uh, he's one of the greatest in our sport, and I think he's, he's the greatest that has ever held a tennis racket for sure. So Sitsipas there, he referenced a couple of words, if you listen carefully. It's all about the numbers, and he also mentioned family. So there's a lot going on here, especially around the fact that Novak's dad wasn't courtside for that one. But the numbers, well, they're stacking up extraordinarily. So 22 now is Rafa and Novak there at the top. Roger Federer, he finished his career with 20 major titles. Below them, Pete Sampras at 14. So let's break it down a little, folks. Ready? Australian Open titles, Novak, 10. The next best, Roger with six. French Open titles, Roland Garros, Rafael Nadal, 14. The next best, Bjorn Borg at six. Novak's won two of those. Wimbledon, Roger Federer with the most, eight titles. The next best, Novak with seven. And then at the US Open, Roger Federer, Pete Sampras and Jimmy Connors, top of the list there with five. The next best, McEnroe and Rafa on four. And Novak has won three. In age terms... Roger won his last major at the age of 36. Rafa won the French last year at the age of 35. He's now 36. Novak will turn 36 the week before the French Open this year. So the age number's coming to get him. The big question in the numbers game, and let me know your thoughts on this, how many majors does Novak Djokovic end up on? Where does he finish? He will easily finish with the most majors unless something catastrophic happens. So let's take that out of play. And I want to do this without the GOAT debate. Just do it on simple numbers alone. Where does he finish? If you saw a tweet last night from Nick Kyrgios, he just said, this guy's going to finish with 28. And you know what? I agree. So let's do it in the next three-year cycle. Let's say that Novak at his very best has got three years ahead of him. In those three years, I'm saying he's going to win at least two more Australian Opens. In those three years, I reckon he's got possibly one more French at least because I think Rafa's time is done. So there's three. The problem is the US Open, he can't play this year at this stage and may not next year. So we have to take the US Open out of it. And then at Wimbledon, Novak has won seven of those Roger, as I mentioned, has the most with eight. So I reckon he's got another two at least there. That takes him to another five. That takes him to 27 and possibly gets another French in the middle there. So I'm thinking that the major tally for Novak Djokovic will be 28 by the time that he's finished. And if the US Open comes into play, he gets 30. That's where I'm thinking. Let me know your thoughts around that. 0457 736 736. Arena Sabalenka, what a performance from her. The only set she dropped in the Australian Open and this year was in the final. She wins her first major title against Elena Rybakina and it was her first time to go past round four at the Oz. But remember that she overcame the yips. This time last year, she couldn't hit the side of a barn door with a serve. And at times she was serving underarm. So she referenced that on the troubles of last year to fast forward to 2023, and she is now a major champion. 
I think, um, I don't remember exactly, but I think after Dubai, before Doha, I think after Dubai happened and he just said like, I don't know what to do. And uh, I think you need to find someone else who who's going to help you. But I was like, I knew that it's not about him. It's just, just something about my, about me. And I just have to figure out the problem and I have to, like, we have to get through it. And I'm really happy that we... We keep working together and uh, we we went uh, through so many things together and I think it's even um, it's even sweeter that we, we get it together as a team. It was a long, long journey for us and we we are here with the Grand Slam title, which is really amazing. And the the amazing part there is what's happened in those last 12 months to turn everything around. So athletes that have lost their mojo. Help me out with this one this morning on 0457 736 736. And even better, those that have lost it and then got it back. And I instantly think of Ian Baker Finch, who completely lost his game. Went to the very top of his game and then completely lost it. And we all lived the trials and tribulations of IBF, one of the nicest blokes on the world tour and continues to smash it in the world of commentary. However, his game completely went from underneath him. To the point where there was a great story up at Coolum where he teed off once. The ball went nowhere again. He got his driver and hoiked it up into, well, hoiked it. It ended up halfway up a tree. By the time he got to the next tee, a punter had gone up, climbed up the tree, got his club back and gave it to him. And he was more filthy about the fact that he got the club back because he didn't want the damn thing. (laughs) That's the kind of stage that it got to. Ben Simmons. Well, I mean, it's fair to say that he's lost his mojo. Has he got it back? Charles Barkley. Have you ever seen his golf swing? I mean, it's not in his wheelhouse of basketball, but his golf swing, I don't know if he ever had it to lose it. But somehow they managed to at least get him to hit the ball. And as Sugar mentioned to me, Jean Vanderbilt, well, he lost his game on one hole, didn't he? His was a spectacular mojo disappearance just on one hole in the 1999 British Open. Let me know this morning, athletes that have lost their mojo and those that have got it back in the most spectacular of fashions. And congratulations to Rinky Hijikata and Jason Kubler on the win in the men's doubles final. One of the great stories to come out of the Open.